Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. In today's economy, more people than ever are looking to buy and sell businesses. But how do you do it? Welcome to The Deal Board, presented by Transworld Business Advisors. Straight talk about real deals and real people. Listen to stories, interviews, and expert advice to help your business sale, merger, or acquisition process. Now, here are your business exit experts, Andy and Jessica. Everybody, welcome back to The Deal Board. And today's a special episode. We are talking about our 10-year anniversary of being a franchise here at Transworld Business Advisors. And we have some great interviews with the people that made it happen. And I just want to first do a shout out and a thank you to my partners, Ray Titus and Bill Luce at United Franchise Group. It's been an incredible journey. It's been hard. Uh, you'll hear some of the stories. And we've had my second shout out is to people like Jessica and her husband, Al, who have been an amazing part of partnering and taking the trans world uh, name and system across the world. So Jessica, uh, it's been a great 10 years. And how long have you been doing it now? Um, I think we're, we're just finishing up our seventh year. So we'll celebrate our eighth anniversary in February of 2021. So we've been here for most of it, not all yeah. of it, but most of it, but it, it is crazy. And it's, it's, I think this is a great episode for people too, because I use Transworld as um, an expansion and a growth story a lot, especially with the franchise model. Cause we do get a lot of questions is like, is my business right for franchising? How does franchising work? And, um, and, and Transworld really become the poster child for a successful franchise organization, but to watch it grow and how much has changed over the last, you know, seven, eight years for us has really been incredible. And it's, yeah, there's business stuff that's changed and economies have changed, but really the, the thing that impresses me most is the network and just how many more people we have and, and our reach across. I mean, I remember when we were just trying to work ourselves across major markets in the U S and now it's outside the U S and the UK and Australia and South Africa and all over the world. Yeah, it's great. France, so many other places that we've, we've joined and, and, and partnered with great franchisees. And again, the level of people that have joined us, uh, we're, we're both from New Jersey originally. And uh, it's, it's, you know, we, we kind of feel like, wow, these people with these incredible backgrounds, we're entrepreneurs by heart and we kind of bootstrapped it to get where we are. And, uh, but other people come from incredible walks of life with the uh, M&A skills and CPA skills and legal skills and marketing skills. And together we've really built this brand. And you're right, it's a great, you know, blueprint of how to grow a brand through franchising. And I think that's why uh, this episode is great because you're gonna hear from the, from the people that were involved right from the beginning, like Mark Lazarus, uh, you do a great yep. uh, interview with him. And then I interview several, uh, of course, my partners and our employees that have been uh, through the transition. Yeah. It, great, great uh, episodes to great interviews. I also say too, like it's a really great um, episode and some great interviews to listen to if you're somebody thinking about getting into a franchise. So we hear from a lot of buyers, like, I don't want to buy a franchise. I want to have the flexibility. I want to build my own thing. Well, I mean, I'm a prime example of, you know, 
this is this is not my first business. I wasn't picturing a franchise, but we've been able to grow bigger and better things actually through a franchise system than we would have been able to do on our own. Um, so I, I think it's it's a really uh, there's some fun stories in there too. We've had a lot of fun along the way, um, some great events, great people like you. You, you talked about, I mean, um, we even got to host like an informal, um, trans world meeting when we were in Paris one year with like our UK franchisees and stuff. So it, it's been a great ride. Um, obviously the deal board was born out of this too, but, um, I'm just excited to see her and share all the insights that the corporate team has that Mark has is one of the actually like original, original franchisees. Cause he was a franchisee even before the merger. Before right. I was here. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a great episode. Um, and we're excited to share our story with you. We hope it's inspiring. We hope it inspires you to grow your business or to jump into business. If you're thinking about it. Yeah, we're here for you. And again, it's the work of many, many people. And I'll just leave you with that. You know, I got into business too, thinking that I was going to do everything, you know, like I was going to take a business and make it great. And uh, I'll tell you, if you want to make a business great, it takes a lot of people and partnerships. So, and this is a great example of one. So uh, let's get right to it. Let's jump in. Transworld Business Advisors is the world's largest business brokerage and mergers and acquisitions firm with over 500 brokers in nearly 200 offices worldwide. Transworld's team handles thousands of business sales every year. To be connected with a qualified business broker or learn more about the buying and selling process, visit tworld.com forward slash the deal board or call 888-719-9098. Welcome back, everybody. And thanks for joining the deal board today. We've got a special show where we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of Transworld Business Advisors as a global brand. And I'm really excited to have with us today one of our original franchisees. Mark is from Transworld Business Advisors of Passaic County um, in New Jersey. For those of you who aren't familiar, that's North Jersey, the Patterson area. But Mark, uh, welcome to the show. And thank you so much for joining us today. Sure. It's a pleasure being here. Thanks. So, Mark, why don't you just kick it off and tell um, the listeners a little bit about yourself and your office and, and kind of how you came to be a Transworld franchisee. Okay. Well, I had owned my own business. I was in a service and manufacturing business and grew it to $6 million and 22 people and, and sold my business and was looking for something to do and was investigating different franchises. And I had run into a franchise broker group that I thought maybe I should sell franchises, but after uh, looking around a little farther, I stumbled on Transworld and said, well, it wasn't Transworld at the time, so I have to correct myself. It was the UFG had a brand that was called Biz One Brokers and Franchise Mart, and I contacted them and spoke to Bill Luce, and we had Pete Sheehan locally, and they explained to me that it was two different businesses together. You could sell existing businesses as well as new franchises. So I said, well, that's, that's better than I have an extra bullet in my rifle and I could go after both. So after a little conniving and pushing, actually Ray came out, uh, and closed the deal with, uh, Pete Mm -hmm. and Bill and they got me on board and I was working with them before Transworld got involved with UFG brands. So I'm an original guy. 
<laughs> you are the original guy. So um, when was that about? When when did you start with UFG before it became Transworld? August of 2010 is when I officially came on board. Okay, it must so have been about couple- yeah, 20 franchisees or something at the time. Okay. So then just a few months later, um, you know, obviously and we'll, we'll hear the story from Andy and Ray, um, the found, founders of our franchise division, but, um, they'll tell the story of how this came to be, but from, from your perspective, what, you know, what changed when it, it pivoted from being franchise Mart and biz one brokers to Transworld? Well, I still remember the phone call I got from Angel, who was my trainer. He called me and I was out canvassing and he called to tell me the news and I it didn't really have an impact on my like, Oh, okay. That's cool. That, that, that'll help. And he's like, no, you don't understand. This is a big deal. Trans world is a formidable company and, and your franchise has just become a lot more stable and valuable. So I was, I was like, great, let's see what happens. So from the beginning, I must say that I saw immediate uh, change. We all went down to Florida and they had a meeting. We went down, spent two days there, got retrained, met everybody. And I felt like, wow, now there's a nice support team here and I could see the opportunities. And over the years, it's been a constant uh, upgrade. I've never seen them take the, their foot off the pedal. It's been constantly improving the software, which has been a, a nightmare trying to get the software to do what it does. I can understand the level of complexity, but it, it's been the Achilles heel. And now I really feel as though it's, it's workable and valuable. And now yeah. with the buyer match program and the associate, there's so much going on that I can't, I'm thrilled with being a franchisee. I really am. I have no doubts that I've made the right decision to join Transworld UFG. Wow. That's, that's great. Angel was my trainer too. And I, I loved Angel. Unfortunately, we, we lost him a couple of years ago as he passed away, but he was, and he was an amazing human and a great uh, trainer, but I, I came on later than you, but still early on 2013. And I agree with you. It's always a constant upgrade. Things changing. I can't believe it's been 10 years already. Like it feels like it's gone by so fast. I mean, how would you describe where we're at now um, versus, you know, when you signed your official franchisees documents back in August, 2010? Oh, we're, we're light years ahead of that. The best part is having all the other brokers that I can reach out to if I stumble on an industry that I've never worked in before. And I could go into the community board and ask for some help. Anybody ever sold a business in this arena and people they're free with their information and it's, it's very comforting. And, and locally to see what's happened in my region, I was the first guy up here and now we have half a dozen offices in New Jersey and Manhattan is well-staffed and there's a lot of good guys that we co-broke with each other. We, we pick each other's brains and it, it, and when I walk into an account and I know I'm up against other brokers, I have all the confidence in the world to say, listen, I, with the largest, we're firm in the industry. We're growing like crazy. We have offices all over the States, the world. And I feel as though it helps me land a lot of listings that if I didn't have transfer behind me, I don't, I don't know if I would be able to get that listing. So I think it's, it's well worth the investment to be involved. 
Yeah, it's been it's been a great ride and where we're at today. And and I really I call it a family, but the the family and the colleagues we've built across the country and across the world has been it's just a phenomenal group of people. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for sharing your story. If someone is in uh, the North Jersey area in Passaic County and is interested in buying or selling a business, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, easiest. I, I'm, I like to do the phone. So my phone number is 201-370-9600. If you prefer to use email, it's my initials, ml at tworld.com. Great. And we'll drop those into the show notes too, for any listeners that are interested in looking in the North Jersey area to buy or sell. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the deal board today and sharing your story as one of the original franchisees. Oh, you're quite welcome. And the deal board has been a great tool too. I got to tip my hat to both you and Andy. I love listening to it whenever I can. Thanks, Mark. All right. We'll have you back on the show soon. Okay. Thank you very much. Everybody, welcome back. And we have Alex Ledford. 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 <laughs> Transworld Business Advisors, uh, who does basically everything at Transworld Tour, has done everything in, in the last sure. five years, right? Yeah. It's been five years? It has. It absolutely has. So t- we're here at United Franchise Group again, um, celebrating our 10th anniversary as a franchise. And you've been here for half of it. I have. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a great journey. I mean, we've... We've, uh, I've been out in the field with franchisees. I've been doing tech support. I've been running projects for the technology. You know, I've spent a lot of time with different franchisees across this five years. And, um, you know, it's been a great growth uh, for Transworld. Yeah, I would say in the last five years has been some of the biggest growth. In, in fact, maybe even the last two years, we've seen so many strides in technology and training. I mean, it's been off the charts. Yeah, it feels like we're a tech company now. Right? I know, but it, you know, a lot of good things have happened in the last few years and just kind of everything clicked with the help of you. And I want that's why I'm doing here today. I want to thank everybody for their uh, hard work over the last 10 years. It, it, it's been fantastic. But, you know, what excites you about the future for Transworld? Well, I think in, we joke all the time with our developers that the technology that we're producing and providing is to get you away from using the technology, right? We want it to be fully automatic. So you can just log in, put your people in and move on. Right. So that's what we're trying to get to. And I really think this is something that will be uh, reachable uh, yeah. very soon. Yeah, it's a, and it, it listen, we we do run a little bit older in our demographic here at Transworld. So getting them to use technology, we really need to make it simple, right? That's right, that's right. The more we can uh, uh, automatize it, we, um, yeah, it'll be better for us. Yeah. So, listen, and and the franchise itself, the business model, the it's been super successful, even through. I mean, economic downturns. We started during an economic downturn. We started in two thousand nine. The the world really went into what they want. You want to call it the recession. You want to call it the Great uh, Recession or the Great Depression, whatever it was, uh, and we. We came out of that, and then now we're in this COVID crisis, and we'll get beyond that. But uh, we seem to be surviving through both. We absolutely are, and people are, you know, still buying businesses. You know, we see it all the time. The way that the world has changed with financing over the past year, you know, people are just still making it work to get deals done. Yeah. So, uh, and we do good deals for good people, right? We absolutely do. All right. Well, you're a good person. Thank you, Alex, for your help. I mean, I think. Uh, we have a lot to do in the next 10 years uh, as a franchise, but uh, I'm really happy. And I, I know you are too proud to be part of this uh, Transworld system as we uh, 
We turned 10 today. Yeah, we're turning 10. Hey, Andy, do you know what time it is? It's time for our deal of the week. Deal of the week. Sold. Welcome back, everybody. And today for our deal of the week, we're joined by Aaron Fox, who's the owner of Transworld Business Advisors in North Boston. Aaron, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Jessica. Great to be back. So you've got a unique business to talk to us for the deal of the week this week. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the business and what they do? Sure. So it was uh, it was a, f- a fun deal because of the fact that there were so many moving parts that were involved in it. They were a precision plastics uh, manufacturer. I should say they are a precision plastics manufacturing com- uh, milling company. So when you think of a machine shop that's you know making all these metal parts and pieces as a job shop, this company did the same thing except all they worked with were plastics. So specialized machining, uh, specialized machines, specialized processes, specialized suppliers, and a uh, very interesting um, customer base that involved healthcare, defense, and um, some really high customer concentrations. Yeah, I love those companies too. It's it's one of those things that what's what's great about this business, and when even if, as a buyer, when you start shopping for businesses, you're introduced to all these different industries that um, you might not have known about, and it's like the, the old saying: "There's a million ways to make a million dollars in this world." But with something as specialized as that, where did the buyer of the business come from? So we were we went through and we met with a lot of buyers on this one because it was extremely high cash flow. And, you know, everyone from private equity right through, um, you know, just the, I guess I call them fund buyers that, you know, they're planned to own or operate it, but they're being funded by a group of investors. And in the end, the best fit for this business came from someone who was in a complementary industry, knew a good portion of the industry players, but had been working in a subset of their company actually working with some of these plastics. So they had the knowledge of the of what the um, you know some of the techniques that were going to be needed to be employed to keep the company operating successfully. Always good if you can find a buyer with similar experience um, to run run the business, and also usually pretty good for deal structuring too. So, how did you guys end up structuring the deal? Did you use SBA financing or a different type? So this ended up being a blended financing with um, SBA and seller finance on it, and what made it kind of change at the end was we would work we're working on this and all of a sudden with the international production slowing down during covid the sales and profitability of this company exploded um they really changed the dynamic however the lenders weren't really willing to loan on these new amounts because they figured a lot of it was going to be one time or just you know an increase for this calendar year that may not carry forward so the SBA financed the amount based off of the previous year tax returns and then the difference in what was going forward with the new contracts that would go over the next two years became a seller financing and earnout combination. Really interesting. And that's, I mean, it's a good lesson to the listeners too, because that's really what's happened through this COVID process is all either ups or downs right? In production and revenue is this blend of earnouts or seller financing, and it can be beneficial to both parties. So that that's a great solution, a good illustration for our listeners. So let's dive into the numbers a little bit. What was the SDE and what did the company end up selling for? So this uh, the SDE on the business was just a little over 400,000 and it ended up selling at 
a two and a half multiple on that uh, if you combine in all of the future earnings that are coming into the deal. Great. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it was an overall good deal for both parties. Like we like to say, good deals for good people. Aaron, if anyone is interested in buying or selling a business in the Boston area, how can they reach you? Well, like any good broker, call me, text me, email me, uh, (laughs) send me a letter. Uh, My cell is 781-773-8922. And my email is afox at tworld.com. Awesome. And we'll drop that information into the show notes as well. Aaron, thank you for joining us on the show again. Thank you. Everybody, we're back and we're with Greg Nowak, our director. What's your official title here at, at Transworld Business Advisors? It is the uh, sales coordinator. Sales coordinator. Excellent. So Greg is in charge of bringing new people on to Transworld, uh, going out there and finding people who want to join our system. And it we're again celebrating our 10th year anniversary as a franchise. And Greg is in charge of bringing, singularly in charge of bringing people into the system, working with all the salespeople out there, getting all the leads. And, you know, we're 10 years in and Greg, it is really busy right now. It's extremely busy. We are having our best sales year ever. And not only that, it's the people that we're finding are just getting better and better every day that we're speaking with people. The, the amount of people that are looking to join Transworld and the type of people is just incredible. Yeah, I mean, we've come a long way. How long you've been with Transworld? I've uh, been four years. Yeah, Transworld. it's four years. Yeah. So you've been here for 40% of the time, uh, certainly during our biggest growth years. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to Alex earlier. Uh, we'll have to remember to put Alex after, <laughs> Greg after, <laughs> but we... You know, we were talking about how much change there's been even in the past four years. I mean, it's just been incredible. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, we're just gaining more and more momentum every year. The amount of people that are looking at Transworld and the new states that we're in. Every year we're adding adding more and more states. We're almost to all 50. And uh, as we were mentioning this morning, we, we got some other states looking to come on board here very shortly. Yeah, yeah. And, and internationally as well. You know, we're, we're, we, we, we opened up Canada again. We did. And, and uh, can want to continue to expand there. And, uh, yeah, we have some new states coming aboard. And, you know, listen, even we started this thing uh, 10 years ago in the middle of the economic recession, the big economic recession, the Great Recession, whatever you want to call it. And now we're, you know, kind of muddling our way through the COVID crisis. But Transworld's business, you know, model is really popular even through both those things it's it's been you know very popular and i think that was it's been obviously a great thing for us and what we've done is we've had to change a little bit of what we do right um, we're all about getting out there meeting with people face to face and building relationships and we've had to obviously change that with with the covid crisis going on but we've done virtual um, not only have we embraced it from a franchisee perspective but we've embraced it from a prospecting perspective to to find new franchisees and in the world of zoom and teams that's that's been very good and like i said we've had to really change a lot of the franchisees that are on board came down to florida and they met with us on discovery day and and i had the opportunity to to go to lunch with everybody and and show them around the headquarters and we've had to change that and that's actually worked a little bit better than i think everybody has thought yeah i mean we've really adapted as a brand and but, you know, uh, this uh, 
podcast will age at somewhat and yep. uh, the COVID crisis will be over at some point. So we, we really feel like we have a bright future. And so what are you excited about uh, looking into the future? I'm excited about getting into all 50 states with, with Transworld. We're very close. And then what we can do internationally. We're really just scratching the surface on what we have going on in Canada. We can really get this thing going uh, you know, up and running in Europe. We've got some great master license yeah, partners over in Europe. Uh, but we have a lot more that we can do there and, and really where Transworld's going to go internationally. Yeah. So uh, as I've been say saying, everyone who's been sitting in your seat, thank you. Thank you for all your work over the uh, last four years that you've been with us. But it's been a team effort literally for 10 years uh, between us and uh, United Franchise Group. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm part of the family after 10 years, uh, but they made me feel that way in the beginning. And I think it's been a really good working relationship. Uh, they've built some amazing brands over the years here. You've been a part of that too, with yep. some of the other brands. And, uh, but you know, so Transworld, uh, you know, thanks you. So yeah, I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. So thanks. Thanks for joining us, Greg. Uh, look forward to, uh, hearing from some of our other folks. Thanks, Andy. Hey, Jessica, you know what time it is? Money time? Almost. It's time for Listing of the Week. Everybody, it is Listing of the Week, and we have another returning guest, Chip Redman from Transworld Business Advisors of Central Florida. And this one's a good one. We like this one because everyone's always asking me, I want a business with a niche. I want a business that has has a barrier to uh, competition. And this one kind of checks those boxes. So Chip, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, this is a heavy duty truck and equipment uh, repair and service shop. These guys are doing preventative maintenance uh, all the way up to major overhauls on uh, big rigs and uh, you know all the way down to F-250s um, and even working on trailers in that mix. Um, so they got a nice little niche in that kind of heavy equipment category, which, you know, in the diesel world, this isn't always uh, easy to break into. Yeah, it's really hard to break into. And you were telling me before we started the program uh, that it is tough to get a location like this. Yeah, Orlando was one of those uh, one of those areas that, you know, doesn't always want heavy duty trucks and the zoning uh, isn't very friendly for this segment. So you're either kind of stuck in a couple of niches that have been sort of near the downtown area, or they've been pushed all the way, way out to the outskirts. Um, so it's, there's not really a lot of middle ground and there's not a lot of uh, zoning opportunities for this segment. And this business is doing well, right? Yeah, they did uh, over 800,000 in sales last year. And we had a seller's discretionary earnings of 232,000. And they're currently listed at 575. Uh, has two owners that are ready to retire and ready to make a deal. Yeah. So it sounds like one of those niche businesses that everybody tells me about barrier to co competition because you just can't get into this business and certainly a recession proof business and a business that's going to grow in the future. I don't think anybody's going to stop shipping anything anytime soon. Diesel trucks are still moving all over the roads. 
and at and Amazon and everybody shipping to home has taught us anything is that uh, it's not going to slow down anytime soon. No, it's just going to get more popular and businesses like this, like this are going to continue to grow. You got two owners that are retiring. Wow. It's just checks all the boxes for a nice little business. You just got to think outside the box that you're going to be in the truck repair business. So uh, Chip, what's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody wants to know more? Best way to get a hold of me is email at chrisredmond at tworld.com or like the other Transworld agents, my cell phone is always on my hip at 321-299-6867. Great. Thanks for coming on today, Chip. A good listing. Thanks, Andy. I appreciate your time. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And we are again celebrating our 10-year anniversary with UFG. And I have our VP of oper operations that I just give you a, 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 <laughs> a raise if you want. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Hibbard. He is the man. Uh, he has been in charge of operations for how many years now? Three, a little over three years. Yeah. A little over three years. And you were with the brand before that as yeah, well. About almost six years now. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he's been here for the majority of the time we've been a franchise and Certainly, as I've been talking with other people, Corey, I, I believe the last couple of years have been truly explosive in the the amount of things that we've done to the system and the changes that have been made and the upgrades. And but, I mean, think back to the early days, Corey. What what, what strikes you through this ten year journey? Uh, you being here six, what strikes you? You know, from your earliest days to now. Gosh, I, I think just the evolution. I mean, I I don't. I don't think there's any way we could have done what we've done and grown as fast as we've grown and expanded as much as we have if we didn't have the people in the network. So I've got to say that's got to be that's got to be the key contributor, right? right. The people that we've partnered with have grown alongside us and been able to keep up with the pace, which is incredibly important. But I think just being able to leverage UFG and being able to leverage our partnership and our economies of scale to be able to kind of get ahead of the curve and be thinking about what's next before it's presented to us has just given us an opportunity to be better brokers and better trusted advisors in our communities. Yeah. I, you know, I, and I think a lot of what we have focused on over the last say even four years is technology. And I haven't dove into that uh, subject yet. So I'll dive in a little bit with you. I mean, things are changing so fast on the technology side. I, I, I don't even know if six years ago, apps were a big deal. In, you know, certainly not years. like they are now. Yeah. And certainly the internet, uh, you know, as, as far as, you know, being able to be out there on the internet, social media certainly wasn't as big six years ago. I mean, we just are seeing this incredible change and we've been keeping up with it. And I think it's really been kind of one of our major focuses. Yeah. And I, I think the beautiful thing is being in the place that we're at, we've now been able to kind of take a, a deep breath and say, okay, we feel good about where we're at. Now we can start thinking about what's ahead of us before it catches up to us, like I'd kind of said before. So now we get to get ahead of the curve and start coming up with new tools and resources that aren't even available on the market. And we've got the power and, and the leverage to be able to do that with the software we've kind of partnered with. Yeah, I, I think I think probably about two two years ago when and we won't talk about the companies that were uh, the company we were with. Uh, certainly we give a plug to X2, uh, but that, that'll be three years in January, right? Talk about a breath of fresh air. Yeah, we went from dealing with technological hiccups to dealing with new product development and rollout, which is- just Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the major things that has changed over the last three years that's really 
uh, helped our franchisees be successful. And like you said, without those partners, uh, it wouldn't have happened. I remember in the early days, and I don't know if they were still saying it when you came here, but, you know, one of the early quips was, oh, that only works in Florida, you know. And they've debunked that many, many, many times over. And we see some of our franchisees just being wildly successful. It's funny. We, we've talked about that for a long time, that it only works in Florida. Well, it was only works in Florida. And then it only really works on the East Coast. And, well, it only really works in the U.S. And I firsthand have I've been in almost every country, you know, and yeah, dropped right. letters and done marketing and been on appointments in, in countries all over the globe. And, and we're seeing it work everywhere if you just stick yeah, to Yeah, you went system. to South Africa, right? Yeah. It was one of your first things? It was. It was. It's uh, And it's been fun to watch Jacques and our partners in South Africa grow and open new offices and expand because we know it can happen. You've just got to put the work in and you can Yeah, trust even the in tough times. I mean, South Africa has had tough times over the last few years, but you know, it's a needed service. And and again, we opened up in a tough time. I mean, we opened up in 2009, uh, first started franchising in 2010. And then, you know, we're here in the middle of COVID. And that I don't want to date this too much because that's going to be history as well. And we're going to come out of this thing better than, than ever. I, I think this. This COVID crisis has given us a little extra breathing room as far as time. We didn't know, we're all not traveling. Uh, so we've had that extra time to focus on the things we wanted to redo. It's additional bandwidth, right? And because of that, we've had our best quarters from a sales perspective and, and deal-making perspective. I mean, I don't know how much more you can ask for in a time like yeah, this. Yeah, no, it's bad. And, and you had a few additions to your family as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a little one at home now, Wyatt. He's uh, four and a half months, so he's getting to the point where... Uh, He's keeping us busy for sure, but uh, another welcome distraction with everything going yeah, on. Yeah, no. Been, so the world, and you know, I I really appreciate your leadership. You've been amazing, uh, and uh, I, I haven't even told this. You could catch his face when he says it, uh, but when I say it, but uh, we were talking about uh, to Treve, who's the sales manager for all of Florida, and we were talking. He's like, you'd be sunk without me. He's like, there's no one to replace me. And he called me back 10 minutes later. He goes, actually, I think of one person that could replace me. <laughs> he said, Corey Hibbert. We could couldn't do it me. without Treve. And so, I'll tell you what, it's, it's a team effort. There's no doubt about it. We've just been really fortunate. No, we, we, you've, been a, you've been an essential part of this team for uh, six years. And I want to thank you. I want to thank everybody from UFG, obviously. But I mean, where do you think we're going in the next five, the next 10? Well, it's funny because I think over the last five, we've probably grown more than we could have in the last 15. So it's scary to think about how much will change and evolve and get better in the next two or three. But in the next five, I think we become the Remax, the name of, of business brokerage. But above and beyond that, we just become a bigger and better piece of the community. And we help more people turn the page on the next chapter of life. And we become the household name that, you know, business brokerage has yeah. never been able to bolster themselves as. No, never. So... I'm looking forward to work with you. Thank you very much. Leadership Corey. starts at the top. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun to be along for the journey. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Corey. Appreciate it. Hey, we're back and we are celebrating our 10th year anniversary with UFG. And I have my esteemed partner, Ray Titus, with me. Ray, 10 years. Can you believe it, Andy? I, it has flown by. Uh, it's been a lot of hard work. Yep. So it hasn't quite flown by. No, but no. those first five years, Andy, were kind of like, we're doing all this work and where's the money? <laughs> it was. I mean, but listen, with any startup in the world, it's going to take money. And I think we did the right thing. We invested the money back. It wasn't Correct. like we weren't making money. No, no. No, we, look, we, had, a, we had a long-term view on this right from the start. We did. And so 
it's easy to forget that when you're going through the battles, you know, when you're in year three and year four and, 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 but we reinvested into technology, we reinvested into people. Um, and those were the two biggest uh, areas, I think. Now you get, you had a vision for this right in the beginning that this was going to be a worldwide brand. And not that I was skeptical of it. I just had never done it before. Yeah. You have done it before. You had Sinorama already in 70 plus countries at yep. the time. Yep. And so you saw the potential to take this worldwide. Of course, we felt that it was a great business model, uh, but you executed it. Uh, we executed it together. I mean, it was, uh, it's, an, an, it's incredible to watch the UFG machine work. Uh, and it works well. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, you you and your team in Fort Lauderdale have, you know, set the bar really, really high for us to be able to turn to the franchise owners and go, hey, check out what they're doing in Fort Lauderdale and look at this. And and that that has helped tremendously. And to have that experience at, from, from you guys on the business brokerage side, I think from that first night, Andy, when, you know, we looked at each other and we said, you know, Hey, you know, you know everything there is about business brokerage, but nothing about franchising. And we know everything about franchising and nothing about business brokerage. And, you know, we put these two together and um, we had to tweak some things. I mean, initially, oh, yeah, sure. you know, it didn't it, there were individuals and personalities that didn't mesh. And we had to, you know, figure it out between the two of us. And, and you know, when you have a partnership, you're only as good as the relationship that you establish with that partnership. And you can't establish a relationship in the first six months or a year right. or two years and that takes time no it took time and and, and but now that we do we <clears throat> we communicate which i think is the key in in any of this andy is uh you know we're always texting emailing phone calls we have meetings here uh you know it's a it's every week that we're in touch with each other all the time and so i think that's important and then having bill bill loose uh step in as the leader in the brand, that was a big step. He's our biggest fan. I mean, yeah, he really yeah. is. But it, and what you said, you know, listen, from the first night, I remember we went out to dinner because uh, even Bill said he, he couldn't believe, you know, this this is too good to be true, that putting these two companies together. And so I went out to dinner with you and, you know, just to have that gut check. It's like, are we really going to do this? <laughs> you know, and, and you're right. For the first five years, looking at each other saying, will this make money? You know, and, and it was funny. I think... We had a great model in Florida and, you know, the perhaps some of the negativity in the beginning was, well, it could only happen in Florida. Yeah. But, you know, great franchisees that we brought in, like Alan, Jessica, like Jerry Brisson, early successful people like, like um, Karen Christensen yeah. and Ralph. I mean, they took it to the next level and said, no, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't always just work in Florida. No, it will they, work anywhere. And they proved it. Right. And they did over and over again, you know, from California to New York and, you know, Eric Strauss in New York City and the Foxes up in Boston. Yeah, sure. And you could go around the whole country. Yeah, Rukesh, we could, I mean, we you know, could we name could go, owners could, from everywhere right. now, which is awesome right. to be able to Hislop, have those relationships. I mean, uh, just everybody. Have those relationships all over um, and, and see that them expand and take on more territories and yeah. and and grow and build the business, you know, like but, Lee Grover out yeah. in Northern Cal and, you know. But I can remember you saying this about Sinorama when you went to Australia with Sinorama and they said, well, we don't do it that way in Australia. And you you said, no, 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 this works everywhere. Like, And that yep. was cold calling, right? Yep, exactly. Something as simple as going out cold calling, they said, no, we don't do that here in Australia. Right. I said, well, you're going to do it now because that's right. what we do. And 
now it's accepted. And and today, you know, Sinorama, we've got over 100 franchisees in Australia, and they picked it up, yeah. you know, pretty quick. But, you know, when I look back on this, Andy, and 10 years in business, and, you know, first it's the relationships and in building something successful like this. Um, but then you, you go beyond that with the results and the impact that you can have on people the positive right. impact that you have had on people, not only your employees or my employees, but the franchise owners and their agents and all over the world now. Yeah, we're creating lives. I mean, a better living for these people. It's I mean, awesome. It's, you know, that's the idea behind franchising is giving people a successful model. And I think, you know, Transworld, and I've seen you do it with your other brands, but Transworld itself, I mean, creating greater value than it costs you for royalties. Correct. I mean, there's just no way you could reproduce that cost well it's the it's and the key it's the business plan it's the it's the people it's the you know if we get if we just help a franchise owner get one listing if we help them sell one franchise if we help them do one thing we paid our royalties right and, and so it's pretty easy from that standpoint with transworld but we want to do more than just pay the royalties we want them to excel and and really create great wealth well, and I, I think we see this in the modern world, and we're talking here on a, a podcast, and it might even get out over social media. It is so hard to harness all these systems, and you're looking at the legal world, and you're looking at the insurance world, and you're looking at vendor relations. It's very difficult to be an independent these days in any business. Sure, and, it sure is. And, and the power of a network like this, and even, you know, trans world, got so much from Sinorama and fully promoted, which was embroidered me before that. I mean, we were the beneficiaries of some of those vendor relationships, of some of those suppliers, yeah, of and, even the overhead. And every, everything. Right. And so to be able to utilize even the, you know, the front receptionist to sure. the legal and accounting to everything, the shared service side of this, it really works in, in the, the UFG and it, look, it's it's been proven, Andy, because over the last ten years since we've done this, there's a lot of copycats out there now. Well, yeah, and and, and you have AFI. Yes, yeah, exactly. And accurate franchising, turning people into their own franchise company, and and doing what they've been able to do over the last years has been pretty remarkable. I mean, By how the many way, clients do you? Have? Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I was just going to tell you, um, the month before last, we turned nine businesses into franchises in one month. In, in one month, nine companies turned into franchises. That doesn't happen every month, but that was a big month. And, and so it's great to see that happening on every single month that we're able to. Well, I mean, Transworld is the poster child, right? Yeah. We came to UFG looking to franchise, had no idea what we were doing. In fact, I had turned down the idea. I said, I do not want to franchise, mostly because I say, I, you know, I believe in having the right tools to be successful. We did not have the tools. UFG had the tools. And when I met with Ray and Bill for the first time, I said, this is a place where we can get this done. And, well, and, I think and one of the this. way we structured the deal too, Andy, and, and again, gave you a lot of comfort, I think, in that you were able to keep what you had built up. Right. And 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 having that area, this a city or a state or a county or whatever, in this case, it was a state, um, but... Everything on the bonus side outside of Florida was now a franchise. Well, operation. that helped me too. I mean, obviously, as as much as we relied on the overhead of UFG, we relied on the overhead of Transworld Florida, and we were able, between the two of us, I mean, you know, not to 
hand out uh, trade secrets or secrets of ours, but we put in our checks at the beginning of this and we've never put in a check since. No, no, not so another. So first not day another. we put in, I won't say how much, but it wasn't a lot of money. No. But it was enough to get it going. Yeah. And then we never put in another check and it's been 10 years. Yeah. Got close a couple times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a, it, we're in a really really good spot. Yeah. And, and and look, it 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 takes time to build up a successful business. And now I think you you know we both agree that executing on the strategic plan that we have yes. each year is the key. And, yep. and now it's just we're going to make sure that we bring more value, um, just become better and better. And and we're not look we're not chasing anybody at Transworld. We're no. we're gonna we're the ones with the targets on our back because we're the fastest growing. We're the number one in the world, and so we are just gonna reinvent ourselves over the years to come and keep expanding. And and I, I asked everybody else who's been sitting in that chair so far, Ed, and I said, "What are you excited about over the next ten years?" Well, for me, I got to go a little personal, Andy. So I, you know, we built up this relationship over the last ten years, but for me, over the next ten years. I get to work with my kids. Yeah. Okay. I've got three boys in the business here. I've got three nephews in the business here. We've got second generation employees in the business here. So, I mean, for me, the next 10 years gives me an opportunity um, to work with them and to be able to pass the business on to the next generation. And, you know, God willing, you're going to have one of my kids or one of my nephews or somebody else in trans world. And, and we're training, you know, and expanding with that, with more family and more friends. And, and so for me, it's, it's, you know, this is what I've been working toward since 1986 when I started Sinorama with one store is to get to the point where it's a family business, to get to a point where I'm now training that family and passing it on, just kind of like my dad did for me in the early years and, and helped me so much, you know, having, he built up Minuteman Press. Yep. And, um, then for him to help me is just, you know, and now I'm able to now pass that on to family. Yeah. And, and, and I love working with your sons and I, I absolutely can see them being uh, leaders in this company one day and my company as well. So well, you have a, you have my complete permission to hit them anytime. <laughs> we believe in physical contact here at UFG. So <laughs> if you, if you ever have any problems, I, I know you raised girls and you know, it's a different so world. I grew up in a house with three boys. So okay. I understand. Okay. You remember yes. way back then. Yes. Andy. Yes. Well, well we raised three boys and boys are very physical, so I, I still understand. don't. I'll, I'll I was say there. it again. I don't have a problem with you getting physical. With <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to. They're, they're, <laughs> first of all, most of them are bigger than me. Second of all, especially Andrew. But anyway, uh, the other thing that you know I wanted to mention was that a key ingredient to this is trust, and we've been able to trust each other with the financials, with our abilities in our respective worlds, and I I, I, I want to thank you for that. I, I think without that. Uh, without that trust, it, it wouldn't have worked. And you have great people uh, throughout this this company and the R, you know, RVPs and Todd Newton, and just well, it's been amazing. Yeah, it, it it's not without its mistakes too, Andy. And it's how you handle those. You know, like when you have full transparency, like we do in right. running operations, there's going to be mistakes where somebody makes a mistake, and and right. calling it out and and correcting it and fixing it. it that's something yeah. that we've been doing. I think. Every quarterly meeting we've ever yeah, had, no, it's we been, had that, right? It's, it's and been, so it's, been it's good, good, though, because we're, we, we all have the same direction. We all have the same thought process, which is we just want to build a great, great company and keep moving it forward over the years to come. And, uh, 
it's so exciting. And, it, yep. you know, it's been my pleasure, Andy, spending time with you and all the great things that you've accomplished. You know, Andy's pasta, uh, you know, dinner, and, and we support that yeah, and, and want to continue to do that. And we, we have that as one of our key charities that we want to support yep. because you've been such a great partner. And, you know, everything that you've done over the years, we appreciate, too, other than the music. I mean, the... The, the play in the music, I, I well, don't, you know. We, I think we might have retired the band. But good, good. The used packages, or yeah, what yeah, did you call yourselves? Or I forget you? what we oh, were. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Guys, if you haven't heard it, consider yourself more fortunate. I think you could go to YouTube still. Anyway. <laughs> so, you can't ever, we yeah, didn't grow up with social media, no, Andy, no. but you got it now, right? Yeah, so. Ray, thank you. Congratulations, partner. Congratulations, ten partner. 10 thank years. You. Awesome. Thank Great you. job. Hey, we're back, and we are celebrating the 10th anniversary of UFG and Trans World's joint venture. And I am here with my partner, the president of Trans World Business Advisors, Bill Luce. And Bill, it's been a great 10 years. It's been a fantastic 10 years. Yeah, thank really you has. for everything, Bill. It's it's thank you. it's been no, I, an amazing journey. You I know, mean, it's funny because early on, I mean, we we always knew that this was going to be something very special and we knew it was going to be great. And I got to say, it's, it's been much better than we even could have imagined. Yeah. I, I heard you say that earlier and I, I think you're right. I, you know, I, I, I guess I had expectations of what it would be like. And certainly Ray and I were just talking uh, uh, a little bit earlier today and, and it was, you know, certainly for the first five years, I mean, it's an uphill battle to get a brand launched. Absolutely. Well, but, think think about it, Andy. When we started this, I mean, we first met in 2009. We started franchising in 2010. And um, there were some challenges with the economy and everything. And I remember yeah. people saying to us, you know, are you sure you guys want to do this? And we we knew we had something that was very solid and very special. And uh, yeah, it's, it's worked out great. Yeah. I mean, some people, you know, I remember some of the early criticisms. Like, well, that only works in Florida. We heard that all the time. We heard that all, all the, the time. Right. And then, you know, we have some great franchisees that that basically blew that out of the water. Yeah. Well, when you have a good systems and good processes and programs and a great business, it works everywhere. Yeah. And uh, you've been great at that. I mean, leading the team, we've had, we've had a great team almost all the way through. I mean, we've had uh, some people that maybe didn't fit perfectly where we wanted them, but we've had a really solid team. Unbelievable on both sides, on the UFG side and the, the trans world side. And I got to say, I believe a lot of the success we've had is because of the foundation you laid with, with in Florida, with the team you put together. And, and again, those systems and processes. So, yeah, I mean, you got to you always got to have a great team in whatever you do. And we've been blessed. It's an excellent team. Yeah, it's been an excellent team. And, and you know, I was talking to Ray and, you know, Having those lessons, what UFG learned through building those brands, you were with Signorama for yes. how many years before that? 15 years before before Transworld. Right. So over half your career so far here at, at, at UFG was with Signorama, and you brought a lot of those lessons with us. That's, that's absolutely right. I mean, look, a, a franchise is only as good as the people you put in business, and we've been very blessed that Transworld has attracted a very, very high level of franchisee, meaning people with a lot of business experience, people that have owned their own businesses, people from corporate and C-level backgrounds. So that's contributed to our success greatly as well. Yeah. I mean, I think what what, what we see, uh, you've been great at handling any conflict resolution we've had, even, you know, internally, externally. 
uh, you're really good at solving problems. And I, I, I think, you know, as an early franchise, when you're trying to <laughs> convince people, right. you know, like now we've proven what the right thing to do is. Yes. Back then we had to try to convince people. Well, look, when people are happy and they're making money, there's very few problems. Right. And with Transworld, fortunately, we have a lot of very happy people. We have a lot of people making a lot of money. So I think that that contributes to the success. Right. So, so like first five years, we're kind of building, yeah. you know, kind of trying to make, basically force people to use the system, which a lot of people didn't. <clears throat> and then now it's, it's basically just building on that system. The last five years have been building it building on it, but I think we were fortunate also because I, I'll be the first one to say, our best ideas come from the franchisees and the sure. people out in the field. And we've been very receptive to ideas that come out of the field and that's helped us as well. Yeah, no, you're you're very good at poking, you know, holes and things. I mean, just basically saying, why are we doing it that yeah. way? I mean, you always have to ask that question. Well, that's me being from New York originally and <laughs> having that little bit of a cynical nature and what I do, but I think that's a good thing in business. You should look for to poke holes and you should look for alternative ways to do. That. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was just, you know, I've had conversations with Ray conversations with you. We don't always agree on things. No, we don't. But we have agree. that conversation about, you know, what's the best way. And a lot of times I've turned to you and said, you know what? You're right. But we've I think always I did that yesterday. And that's, that's, that's normal. And that's good in a business relationship, but we've always agreed on taking a step back and saying, what's best for the franchisees and what's best for the agents and what's going to help them close deals quicker and close larger deals. And that's, we've always been on the same page with all of yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it, it is about giving the tools to the people to be successful. And yes. we, we constantly improving those tools. And I feel like over the last, I mean, out of the last 10 years, the last two, we have like, I mean, it's, I forget what that law is called, what the law is where the technology doubles every I mean, it's, we have made stride and we have strides in the last couple of years. It's been incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it'll continue. I right. mean, I, our best years are definitely in front of us, not behind us. Right. So that's my question to you. So that's my kind of final question to you is, what do you see in the next 10 years? What do you see in the next five years? What are you excited about? Well, look, I think from a technology standpoint, I think we've made huge strides in the industry. We by far have the best technology in the industry. We do. Um, I think we've been toying with getting involved in maybe some lending options that we're not currently involved in that I think could help franchisees. And generally adding training, adding support, making people's lives easier in this business. That's the goal of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's been an, it's been a great 10 years. We watched sure our has. families grow up in the last Absolutely. 10 years together. Yeah. We've played music together, which Ray's been making fun of us about, but uh, it's been- Loved it. It's been fun. We've been having fun at the same time. We've done a lot of hard work, a lot of trips around the world. Yep. Uh, but uh, it's been worth it. And uh, we're rolling along now, even in this COVID crisis. I mean, if our business model could survive this, it could survive anything. Well, you're right. And it's, it's even beyond surviving. I mean, think about it. We've been doing this 10 years. The best quarter we ever had was the second quarter of 2020, which I think most people would say probably wasn't a banner quarter for a lot no. of businesses. And the third quarter of 2020, which just ended, beat the second quarter. So we've had the two best quarters in a row through this pandemic. So so the outlook for Transworld, the outlook for our industry is unbelievably positive. Yeah, it's great. If, 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 if anybody's out there thinking about getting into Transworld. Couldn't be a better time. Yeah. There is going to be literally a tsunami 
of people looking to buy businesses, right? You have a lot of people who have been laid off, downsized, can't find a job right away. So they're almost forced to buy a business. And then on the other side, you have a lot of people that currently own businesses that are motivated to sell and we could help them as well. Yeah. And the, you know, and the franchise world is exploding too. Yep. And people are getting in and out of that constantly. And wow, what's next? Nothing, nothing but great things, Andy. Yes. I appreciate the opportunity and thanks for everything. You uh, thank you. Thank you, Bill. It's been, a, it's been an amazing 10 years. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you like the podcast, share it with your friends on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions, would like to appear, or have suggestions for topics for the show, get in contact with us through our website, thedealboardpodcast.com. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.